Hello and welcome to the podcast today. I hope that you'll enjoy this weekly podcast. And I would just I'd like to ask if you'll just pass this link on to other people who you think might uh, really benefit from this. Well, we're living in quite a bit, quite a season, aren't we? I've been a pastor for over 38 years, and I don't think I can say that I've ever faced anything like this before. Uh, we've had to cancel church services for snowstorms and adverse weather, but man, I've never seen anything like this before, and I've got to say I'm a little bit unnerved by it. I mean, we've never done it this way before, right? <laughs> and I'm not one that uh, usually uses that phrase. Uh, I read a post on Facebook from another pastor, and, that, and in the post he wrote, and suddenly we've all become tele televangelists. Wow, I laughed at that one, but it's so true, isn't it? I mean, we're all doing things that we never thought we'd have to do before, and we're all a little bit uncomfortable with it. But, you know, isn't that the case so many times in our lives? As I thought about this, I thought, wow, this is really true of all of our lives all the time. Something comes along that totally changes our routine and how we do things and how we look at things, and we just sort of, what, we feel out of sorts. And troubles come in all kinds of different forms in our lives, don't they? I mean, they can come in the form of family troubles, and maybe they come in the form of financial problems. Maybe some of you are facing that right now. Uh, there's emotional stress and even personal illness, as some people may be listening have contracted the uh, COVID-19. And, and, and sometimes it seems like an onslaught of bad situations. Other times it's just little things that happen now and then. I'll give you an example of that. A number of years ago, I went to the doctor with a little lump on the back of my neck. I didn't think it was anything, to tell you the truth. The doctor sent me to a specialist. He, he took some samples, and it came back saying that I have follicular non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Wow, I didn't expect that. Now, I really didn't know anything about lymphoma at the time, but because it's a cancer, wow, your mind just obviously jumps to the worst-case scenario, right? You know what I'm talking about. And thankfully, as it turns out, if you're going to have a cancer, this is probably one of the better ones to have because it's very slow growing and it's treatable. And I'm fine, by the way. I'm doing really good. And then that same year, there were three people who were close to us who suddenly passed away. Well, two of them had cancer, but the other one slipped and fell on some ice. They were out walking, he and his wife. The next day, he died of a brain bleed. And that year, it just seemed like one thing after another hit us and kind of rattled us, to tell you the truth. But then on July 1st, 2017, we got hit with the worst thing we'd ever experienced in our lives. Our youngest son, Nathan, took his own life. I mean, it hit us like a ton of bricks because it just came out of the out of left field. Uh, he was a kid who was loved by his friends. I say kid. He was 26 years old. He was engaged to be married, had a great job that he loved. Everybody loved him at work. He was serving God in our church and at a, at a Bible camp. I mean, we had no idea that he was suffering, and neither did anyone else. And you see, that's just the point. Troubles come from all kinds of sources and and in all kinds of ways, don't they? And I'm sure that if we were to talk today, you could tell me about your troubles too. And well, well, we call them troubles. God calls them trials and testings. And I can give you some good news today. 
As we're in the midst of this COVID-19 outbreak and the ways that it's affecting all of us all over the world, and as we all face any number of other kinds of trials and testings in our lives, I want you to know that God isn't sitting in heaven saying, how can I send some chaos to my children today? No, no, God would never do that. Instead, he's the one who sends a way of escape and the way for us to cope with with whatever trial that comes into our lives. I can tell you that by, by experience. You see, God is our deliverer. He's our rescuer. And by saying that, by the way, I'm not saying that God will automatically just remove the trial from our lives because some trials might never might might not ever go away. My wife and I will live with grief for the rest of our lives. That's that's never going to go away. And so I'm not saying that our trials are just eliminated and that's how God rescues us. In fact, we're probably going to have to face uh, some form of trial or another throughout our lives. I mean, I have some friends who are really going through some major trials right now. One, their child is a drug addict, just really struggling with that. I have another friend who has a serious medical issue that the doctors themselves can't even tell him whether he's going to make it another year or another 20 years or not. Another one's husband was stricken with dementia at an early age, and she's just struggling with that. I mean, what's going on? And how do we survive all the troubles that come our way? And, you know, I suppose our mind can mentally assess the difficulties and sort them out. That's true. When our son died, our counselor explained to us that one of the reasons for our deep mourning and emotional response was because uh, that's the way our mind kind of sorts through our emotions and moves the emotion from the frontal lobe of our minds to the back of our brains where the memory is stored without any of those deep emotions. So you still have the memory, but you don't have the emotion. And isn't that amazing how God made us so that we can cope with tragedies in our lives. But although our minds can sort through things like that, sometimes, you know, our hearts have a hard time coping. Someone once made the statement, it's hard to wrap your heart around trouble when it pierces your soul. That's so true, isn't it? And here's the thing. You see, we're not just called as followers of Jesus Christ to cope with our troubles but we're encouraged to give them to God. I want you to listen to a Bible verse found in 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7. Peter writes, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time, cast all of your anxiety upon him. Why? Because he cares for you. You see, friends, if you just cope with the situation, you're still hanging on to it. If you give it to God, if you cast your anxiety upon him, it's then that you can let it go. The Apostle Paul said something interesting in 2 Corinthians 1, verses 3 and 4. He said, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us all in all of our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Isn't that a great verse of encouragement? God comforts us. And by the way, that's what we all need, right? And then once we're comforted by God, we can take the same comfort that he gave to us and we can pass it on to somebody else going through their own trouble in life. 
I was listening to John Maxwell the other day who shared an illustration uh, from uh, Maya, an American poet, singer, memorist, and civil rights activist. And here's what she said. She said, quote, I can be changed by what happens to me, but I refuse to be reduced by it. And then Maxwell went on to comment about that. And he said, Maya understood that difficult times change us. We change. We have to adjust. We're seeing things like we've never seen them before. We're getting, we're getting blindsided. The unexpected happens. And so Maya said, you know, through crisis, I get changed. And that's true, isn't it? But what I love about her is Maxwell said, even though a crisis has a tendency to push me or to pull me or maybe divide me at some time, here's what she said. A crisis may bring change to me, but I'm not going to let that crisis reduce me. Don't you love that? We don't need to let the crisis reduce us. Oh, it might change us. Every trial changes us in some way or another, but it shouldn't reduce us. It should make us stronger and wiser and people of greater faith. And so the next time trouble comes knocking at your door, what are you going to do? You're going to send Jesus to answer it. Friend, don't take it on yourself. Cast it on him. And when you do that, you're going to find comfort. And it's that comfort that you can take and you, you can use to comfort somebody else. I hope that helps you today. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll join me again next week for another Word of Truth broadcast. And if this has encouraged you in some way today, please pass it on to somebody else and be encouraged that maybe they'll be encouraged as well.